Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Melon D Throw Shade. Yes. Today is a little bit of a serious one. Mm. We're going to be talking about mental health mm. and sharing some of our experiences with mental health. Um, so I'm just going to give a little PSA. This might be a little bit of a tearjerker. So grab your tissues. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just enjoy the episode. And we hope that uh, you learned something. We hope that if you're going through something similar, that uh this helps and uh yeah that's it yeah also a trigger warning if uh you because mm -hmm. uh, we did talk about sexual assault if that is a trigger for you i would suggest skipping this episode right yeah sorry yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're sorry about that but um yeah <laughs> anyways hope you enjoy this episode guys have you ever dealt with mental illness um yeah definitely i still do today okay um how much time you got <laughs> <laughs> i got all day <laughs> we're laughing but we're gonna be crying soon <laughs> you're gonna be crying soon this is a public service announcement public service announcement get your tissues this might be a little tearjerker um but i definitely have dealt with uh mental health issues depression to be exact uh started early childhood okay how early <sighs> not that i recognized it as depression mm -hmm. obviously growing up um but as early as seven oh. years old okay um started i had some childhood trauma mm -hmm. happen to me and it affected my whole life even till now i'm already crying look at that oh my god i think <laughs> you're thinking about it don't think too yeah. much about it Osa. oh my gosh okay so let's just let's let's not talk about more about you let's talk about more in general mental health okay. so you don't get too teary eye here even though we can put our input of examples mm -hmm. of, for, from our personal life, mm -hmm. um, let's talk about mental health in the black community. Yikes. <laughs> um, I mean, we can talk specifically older generations in mental health or even just men, black men mm -hmm. in mental health. Um, anything you want to say about that? Yeah, um, <laughs> I think... A lot of, I mean, like a lot of the, the things that we now coin as like mental health issues mm -hmm. in our parents' generations weren't, right, a thing. So I remember having a conversation with my mom and she's telling me some stories about her childhood. I'm like, yeah. mom, that's like child abuse. <laughs> like, mom, <laughs> like that's like not okay. Mom, yeah. that's trauma. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's normal for yeah. what they grew up with. I'm mm -hmm. like, just because it was normal doesn't mean it wasn't yeah. trauma. So there's a lot of things that our, our past generations of, of parents and grandparents have experienced that were depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and bipolarness and all those things yeah. that they don't even recognize as that. And yeah. then pass those things on to us. And now we're the generation of like, let's coin it, let's talk about it, let's, mm -hmm. uh, let's unearth it. Um, and I found it weird to kind of have those conversations with my parents yeah. who don't really or at that time didn't really recognize mental health mm -hmm. as anything yeah 
I know. It's, it's, it's actually hard. Yeah. Going through it mm -hmm. and then trying to find people who would understand you when you're mm -hmm. trying to explain what you're going through. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely understand. Have you had mental that... health issues yourself? Um, I can't... <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't say if they were depression or because i haven't been to a therapist so i can't mm -hmm. i can't say oh i was depressed or oh i was anxious i had the feeling of being anxious mm -hmm. i was sad mm -hmm. was that depression was that anxiety got it you know what i mean like, okay yeah it's it's very confusing because i don't want to classify myself in that category without actually knowing so people go through something different mm -hmm, compared mm -hmm. to what I went through. So if I feel if I went to a therapist and then they're like, yeah, that's definitely you were being depressed. You were going through depression. Mm -hmm. Or that's, no, that's normal. You should have felt that way. Right. So for me, I don't know. It, it, can, it can tend to be overplayed these days. Yeah, like, that's what I think. like, oh, I'm sad, I'm depressed, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's beyond just feeling a regular emotion. Mm -hmm. You can get sad in life. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just happens, That's right? what I'm saying, yeah. That doesn't make, make it depression. Mm -hmm. um, depression is a whole other beast in and of itself. Like, I've been... I don't even want to say sad, but I've been, like, nothing has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like something has happened to me kind of thing. That's, okay. like, one of the easiest ways <laughs> to try to explain yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, life will... Um, deal with like sadness because it's like circumstantial mm -hmm. so you know x caused y yeah i can just get up one day and be like i can't today mm -hmm. and like be overwhelmed and then i feel sad and i feel all this stuff yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like nothing happened to me yeah i've had that too mm -hmm. i i don't know if that's is this does it stem from somewhere for you or is it just like i don't know i can sometimes just wake up and i'm like oh my god i feel like it's gonna be a bad day Oh no. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Excuse me, we're talking here, car. <laughs> we're having a deep conversation. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, sometimes I feel like I just get up and I'm like, it's just not working for me. Like, I mm -hmm. feel terrible. Like, I feel like something bad is going to happen, or, or I'll have this feeling like, oh my God, I need to get my life together today because <laughs> today I, I need, like, it's getting really bad. Like, just yeah. randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll go away. But I've had those days where, like, I feel everything is coming down on me at one time. But I don't know if that's not normal. Does it, I feel like that could be a normal thing people go through. Sometimes, especially if you don't, like, catch things early. Yeah. And especially if you don't deal with... If you're someone who procrastinates with, with your issues, one day you'll get up and you'll be like, oh, man, I have all these things yeah. to do and all these mm -hmm. things to worry about, all these things to think about. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, when you're in those moments, what do you do? personally oh, I, I just try to figure it out how i don't know i really don't know i like there's no coping to, for the for me for that yeah like, i just they just has to pass or like my mind just has to stop overworking yeah. itself yeah for it to go away like it's not something i could just do it just has to stop on its own because mm. it, it'll keep bothering me i'll keep thinking about it keep thinking about it thinking about it cry about it think yeah. about it think yeah. about it think about it and then i'm like oh i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how it goes like, there's I don't just know why I'm laughing but do. it's kind of funny you're like oh I'm fine <laughs> yeah like it's just a real a quick realization like oh wait okay I'll move on to something else for Maybe me I, just, I don't know when I have those moments it's more about 
finding what's the root issue of this. Mm. And that sometimes is hard to determine. Because yeah. if I'm feeling like, oh, I remember going through like law school, mm-hmm. one of my worst uh, episodes of depression. And I, f- I felt depressed, not because law school was particularly difficult or because I was in a different country, but because I wasn't happy doing what I was doing and I mm. felt stuck. Okay. having to do it and i didn't see a way out mm. and so like of course if you think that way you're always going to be depressed every day because yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah. like there's an end yeah, yeah to yeah. whatever it is that you're going through right mm-hmm. and so um finding whatever that root issue is is, is like vital and that's yes. sometimes that takes therapy and i've gone through mm. several different lengths of therapy throughout my life starting when i was 18 was the first time I saw therapy. I was like, yeah, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, continuously through my life. But I would recommend therapy for everybody. I think yeah. everybody should get therapy. And I literally do mean everybody. Like your mom, your dad, your grandma, your dog. <laughs> get therapy do you, for everybody. Do you do, do it? Do you have right now? Do you have a yes, I do. Right do you do it online? Yes, or I do. Through like Zoom, Zoom and stuff? Mm-hmm. Once I have to get every, that contact. Once every two weeks, I do mine. Um, completely, 100% worth it. I think sometimes just like hearing yourself out loud mm. and someone repeating back to you um, what it is that you said or validating what you, what you think or feel yeah. helps tremendously. I think so too. Mm-hmm. When I had a dietitian, I almost started crying at my dietitian appointment. <laughs> you might need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> breaking down in the grocery store this might be a sign that you oh might i've had that before i've had that yeah. before yeah when i at least was in ottawa mm-hmm. i was i remember just randomly one day washing the dishes and just breaking down and tears. i started crying <laughs> on the floor i was just crying and i was like i i don't know why i'm crying like but i'm you're feeling not, something not right? feeling, not okay. yeah i was like i'm not okay but i'm <laughs> crying and i'm like i was on the floor like crying crying and i'm like what's wrong with me like oh man it was really bad that's making me sad thinking really? about you being sad like that. Yeah, Aww. but I didn't know what was going on. Like that, yeah. it wasn't like I was thinking about something. I literally was just washing the dishes mm-hmm. and I have this over, like this sense of sadness just yeah. overcome me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm really sad. And it's hard. Like, okay, so one of my issues that I personally have is when I, I have to protect, like a mother protects her child. I have to protect my mental health. Mm. Like, I can't allow certain energies around me. I can't allow certain like conversations. I can't watch certain things. Yeah. Because I tend to spiral. Okay, I feel you. And I like take on. I'm very empathetic, mm-hmm. so I take on everybody's like drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I people are like, "You're still loner." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> I am." <laughs> because if I surround myself with too much different stuff, then I take on that energy and I take on that you know problem or whatever, and it becomes something for me, and I start to spiral, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'm sad." Oh, I'm sad because of this. Yeah. And then this happens, and this happens, and my life is like that, and, the, mm-hmm. and then becomes like this cycle yep. that I can't get out of. Yeah, I feel you. Totally understandable because I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm almost exactly the same. That's why I don't have a lot of friends because I always feel like I'm a burden or too much oh. pressure for somebody. Mm-hmm. And that puts a burden onto me because mm-hmm. now I feel like. I don't have any friends, but then I'm going to put my burden. I'm not having any friends on somebody else, so they have to be my friend. And then I feel like I'm forcing them to be my friend. Mm. And then 
it just becomes a, a cycle, cycle. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not over different, different friends, and it just yeah, this thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I just don't have any friends because I'm just like, I'd rather be alone because I don't want to have to deal with the thought of, oh my gosh, what if I'm being a burden to them? I kind of feel, I don't feel like I'm a, I'm a burden sometimes. I feel like I don't feel comfortable all the time to yeah. like share certain things with friends mm-hmm. either family whatever Mm -hmm. and so like i've gotten comfortable either talking to myself or talking to a third party like a therapist or talking to jesus to be honest (laughs) because like i like i'd rather just deal with it with someone who was paid to help me deal with it or deal with it with my savior who's also supposed to help me deal with it so like i just kind of like leave that stuff off of my friends mm-hmm. so i'm sure they're dealing with their own stuff too yeah although we're supposed to you know share each other's burdens and stuff but not everyone can take on your things yeah exactly that's why i just i don't know i'm okay with being alone sometimes majority of the time 99.99 yeah. yeah i'm just way more comfortable being alone because i know myself me too but that can also be a sign of like mental health issues Mm -hmm. like not wanting people around and you know being too comfortable by yourself like people tell me that's not normal isn't it (laughs) but i tell you what like i went to law school i was there for three years and i didn't make not one friend (laughs) it's psycho they're like you didn't talk to nobody i didn't know my neighbors i left alone i didn't have roommates like, I talk to people, people at work. You worked? Oh, I was going to say, what about work? You I mean, at work, you talk to people at work. But yeah. when I left work, I don't talk to you. Mm. Yeah, that was, okay. we're not friends outside of work. We're not really friends in work either. You're, oh. just, you're just there. Okay. Yeah. And then I left England and I didn't talk to nobody. Because mm. I, I knew I was going to keep in touch with you. So I was like, I don't need to build this imaginary friendship. Sorry if you're listening. You're from England. Hi, shout out to you. <laughs> what up, mate? <laughs> we actually have someone from the Netherlands listening. Oh wow! Shout yeah. out to you, Netherlands. That's so weird. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, someone who has dealt with mental health issues and like real mental health issues, I feel like it really is overplayed in this generation. That's exactly why I had to say what I had to. The whole point of I don't know if I'm actually depressed right. because it, I hear a lot of people are like, oh, "I'm so depressed." I'm like, "Oh, really? Like, that's." really sad like why are you depressed oh my girlfriend just broke up with me i'm just so sad <laughs> and i'm not saying like <laughs> your face. i'm not saying life events can't make you feel depressed mm-hmm. no but i'm saying not that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> is the word is overused the yeah, word yeah. depressed and yeah. depression is overused and not used in the same context that it should be right that's what i'm saying especially mm-hmm. Um, bipolar, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. those three words mm-hmm. are n- n- most likely never used in the context that they're supposed to be used. Right. Like, just because you're, you're happy one second and sad the next day, doesn't mean you're bipolar. Right. All the time. <laughs> That's true. I think people use a lot for like, way to use as a crutch or an excuse yeah. for their behaviors mm-hmm. kind of think oh I'm, but i'm bipolar and it's like doesn't mean you can be nice and then an asshole sorry yeah. it doesn't mom sorry god <laughs> but doesn't mean you could be nice and then be mean and yeah. then be like oh well, i'm bipolar or like yeah i don't know if, I, if you really know. have depression you know how like isolating it can be mm-hmm. and sometimes you are kind of like mean as a depressed person i know that i was like very mean and like mean because i want you to go away and okay. so like people are trying to like be in my life and you know loved yeah. ones whatever i'm like i just don't want anybody mm-hmm. kind of thing 
Um, so it's not like mental health, you don't have those kind of behaviors. It's just, it's not supposed to be an excuse for, for you so that you can behave badly. Because mm. if you really have mental health issues, you don't want to behave like that. Yeah. You feel bad and guilty for mm-hmm. when you do behave that way. Yeah, because it's not something you can control mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I do agree with you. People should not use a, like a self-diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You should like get someone like beyond a therapist get uh what are they called uh, for the brain psychotherapy something like that psychiatrist psychiatrist is Psy- a psychiatrist that diagnosis psychiatrist yes a therapist psychiatrist it's a little different but um you should get someone who is professional to like mm-hmm. give you an actual diagnosis which i did mm-hmm. which is i was told that i was clinically depressed mm. and they say that that's like a chemical imbalance in your brain yeah, i believe that for sure i said sure <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about medication i was just about to say health. um i don't know i can't really say especially because i mm-hmm. am never been to a therapist mm-hmm. or a psychologist mm-hmm. so I, I can't say because <clears throat> i just okay when you when you are on your period, right? Mm-hmm. You take a pill to feel better. Mm-hmm. And that scene is okay. Mm-hmm. When someone is mentally ill, mm-hmm. not physically, but mm-hmm. mentally ill, mm-hmm. and they take a pill, why is it always seen as bad when they're fixing their problem? I don't know. So I, I, just, I, I don't know. I, I That's pre- why I'm really confused on it. Yeah. Because it's very, like, a lot of people are like, oh, don't go on... Those medications, they're bad for you. They have side effects and blah, blah, blah. But so does Tylenol. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. does aspirin. Mm-hmm. So does all the rest of them. They all have side effects. I think I think the difference is the, like, codependency that you could develop on them kind of thing. Like, some people can't feel normal without their antidepressants. And that's, that's what's a little sad about it. I mean, like, if you need to take it to feel okay every day... By all means, mm-hmm. right? Because I was recommended to take antidepressants. And I said, I opted not to. I just didn't want to feel like I had to take something to feel okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to explore my alternative, more natural options yeah. um, for myself, personally. Um, just like how, you know, when you're on your cycle and you're not feeling well, you don't have to take an aspirin. You can get a hot water bottle. Mm-hmm. You can get other things yeah. that might make you feel better that doesn't, you know, yeah. harm your body. Yeah. Um, that's just for me. But I, I am pro everybody do what you need to do yes. to feel better and to feel sane and to me go too. throughout your life because mental health is trash and it's hard enough as it is than to have to like try to figure out a method that doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. You need to pop them pills, sis. Pop them pills, sis. <laughs> Get yourself I'm to work, honey. Like, I'm all for that. Do what if you need what you to, to do. do yeah. Then do it because it's a hard life out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if that's the way for you to get through it, then by all means. But let's talk alternatives. Instead of like, how do, okay, what are some preventative or coping mechanisms? Um, from what I've read, mm-hmm. I've heard meditation is really good. Mm-hmm. I tried to meditate. Not for you. <laughs> not saying it's not for me. I just haven't gotten to it. I think okay. if I did it more, I'd probably do it. I have to do it like a kind of a everyday get into it slowly. I think I probably could. Um, it just takes time. I think to do it. And mm-hmm. Not a lot of people. A lot, everyone wants that fast 
relief right right right. they don't want to spend the time in getting to know their body and your mind and stuff like that so i don't know meditation is i heard is good if you can get into it okay here's the here's the problem with some of these methods is that although they can be helpful things like anxiety or depression require like a lot of doing what you what you don't feel Mm, and that's why so when i'm depressed i don't feel like getting out of bed or I don't mm-hmm. feel like meditating. I don't feel like mm-hmm. going for a walk. I don't feel like... And you succumb to the feelings of I don't want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's healthy for you, what's happy for you, what's going to help you is having to like have that self-determination to and discipline to get out of bed and to do what you mm-hmm. need to do, right? Um, so it's kind of hard to be like, okay, well, when you feel down, do this. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to do anything. I know. <laughs> what I want to do is watch the seven, se- seven yeah. seasons of this show and not do anything else, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I would say, meditation is fantastic. If you can get up and, and discipline yourself to meditate mm-hmm. and to think about you know all the good things that you do have in your life and good people you have around you, do that. I would say your first line of defense is get support. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. That yes. saves me all day long like having someone even just check in um like i wasn't someone who really wants to talk but like having someone like text me like are you okay today you're alive yep cool you know like just to know that like i had an avenue if mm-hmm. i really needed it yeah or someone who would send you food because you know you can't get up to cook or you know just those kinds of things and it's, yeah, i guess good. it's really hard for people who may not have family mm-hmm. and friends but tell somebody if yeah. you can like one person that's all you need one person you trust say mm. hey, i'm feeling really terrible all the time this is what i'm experiencing just check in on me uh i would say yes to that one but mm-hmm. there are people who you do tell them that mm-hmm. and they're like that doesn't exist that's not the person you tell <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's really sad it's very discouraging yes when you, i like, know build the confidence mm-hmm. so yeah i know a lot of parents who will say depression what's that that's mm-hmm. that's not real. Mm-hmm. You're not depressed. Get up and do what you have to do. I'm not saying that was my parents' mm. response. They're more like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so tired already. Yeah. Now <laughs> not to explain. explain to you what I don't understand myself. Yeah. And that was part of the problem. Like, I... In the beginning journey of my depression, I didn't understand why I was depressed. I just knew that I was. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, why are you depressed? I'm like, I don't. No. <laughs> like, I really just, I have no idea. And it took a lot of, like, work to unearth and to figure out why do I feel the way that I feel. And realizing that I've probably experienced um, signs of depression and things from early childhood that I didn't know. And if you want to, I guess figure out if someone around you is depressed don't just look for like oh i'm sad today sometimes it comes out in anger Mm -hmm. which i was experiencing a lot of anger from like age 10 to like now (laughs) 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 till like now no literally like like 10 to like 18 i was very upset Mm -hmm. and i and i didn't know why i was angry Mm -hmm. i know now why i was angry but at the time i had no idea that i was like upset about my my hurt and then you know, stuff like that like people are be angry or to be distant um withdrawn those kinds of things to look out for for someone who is experiencing some mental illness that's a good point to put out because mm-hmm. a lot of people can't see 
Because a lot of people say, I wouldn't know, I didn't know, but you mm-hmm. you weren't looking for the signs that, right. that there were. Right. 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 So, yeah. And it's hard, like, to be a friend to someone who's going through a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think a lot of times people take offense. Oh, you didn't call me back. Or you yeah. didn't show up to my birthday. Or yeah. you have no idea how hard it is for mm-hmm. them. So, like, to, like, reach out and try to be positive with your response before you assume that they're being a bad friend or whatever can be helpful yeah that's why i was saying the whole burden thing like Mm -hmm. i guess maybe because i always feel like no never mind (laughs) that's my point (laughs) do you think a lot of our our older family members have mental health issues yes 100 percent. i think it's genetics you think so yeah you think mental health issue is genetic yeah it it has to be nature yeah. Well, nature. You, well we said it was a, a chemical imbalance in our brain, right? Some some parts of Yeah, so I assume I'm I know my parents have talked about uh depression and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like it is something that is passed on genetically. You know what? I don't think it's entirely genetic. I think it's nurture and I think Really? Yes. I think okay. explain. You're our parents have gone through terrible circumstances growing up mm-hmm. and have learned those circumstances um, and have taught them to us. Okay. And so they okay. created similar circumstances for us because mm-hmm. that's what they knew. So, um, for example, like in the black household, the discipline is very big, mm-hmm. right? And so they were disciplined heavy as, as children. And okay. then they came and disciplined us in the same way, which produces anxiety produces yeah. depression produces mm-hmm. all kinds of things right it's like that's how we learn and and get the same kind of results because they're, they're raising us the way their parents raised them that makes sense so you're saying basically saying if i was born with another parent i wouldn't have the same depressions or anxiety chances or are maybe bipolar, not maybe not cause a lot of the problem the issue is um we're not able to talk about it yeah. actually in our house mm-hmm. in our in black households mm-hmm. so if we can't talk about it i can't resolve it that's true <laughs> and so it's just like you created this space where children have no voice yeah. in black households and that's that true. creates depression right if mm-hmm. i can't talk and i can express myself without being punished mm-hmm. that's going to be a problem yeah that whole i'm not your i'm not your friend mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. very toxic Yes, it is very toxic. But beyond just like not wanting to be my friend, but also not giving me the space to like share my thoughts and my opinions and be taught that that matters. Like what I think matters even at 10. Yeah. Cuz you're taught that it doesn't matter what you what you want cuz you're the you're the child, child. the parent. Yeah, I'm about to say you're a child. That's what it is. That's not good. Yeah. It's always your child. They don't want to talk to you as an adult. They want to talk to you as a child. Get out of grown folks business. Which is blah blah blah. To a certain extent, yes, but mm-hmm. ex- there needs to be a space where I can share be like, "Hey mom, dad, I'm feeling this or mm-hmm. this affected me or you know what I mean? Like have that space." Like with I hope that our gen our the next generation that they are kids, we can break that yeah but even just giving them like introducing journals to them mm-hmm. you be like here here's a free space for you to write anything you want mom dad won't read it unless you want us to mm-hmm. i i always think it's nice to like have two journals one that's their private journal that they don't share but it's maybe like your kid has a communication kind of like they feel free to say something to you mm-hmm. write it down mommy will read it 
so that you don't have to like you know say face to face. Oh, that's actually space. cute. Yeah, and I actually yeah. think that's a very good and idea. And if you don't want me to approach you with it, I'll write something back to you. Then you can read it. And that's if you feel safe really to talk cute. about it, then let's talk about it. Right. That's cute. I like that. Right. Me too. I really like because sometimes you're just afraid to say certain yeah, things to your parents, but like you if... you want to tell them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're just scared to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. So if and you write you, or it like down. Question, even questions you might ask, you mm-hmm. want to ask them. Like you really want their opinion, and, yeah, yeah, or want to get their advice on it mm-hmm. but you're scared to ask them mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's a really good idea yeah so those little things i plan to do with my kids i'm stealing that idea my <laughs> <laughs> kids are gonna have really, journals <laughs> yeah that's a really good idea but also stuff like teaching them about mental health days mm-hmm. when i was i remember being in middle school and high school mm-hmm. faking sick a lot so oh. i didn't have to go to school mm-hmm. and feeling overwhelmed and stressed and just like I just didn't want to go mm-hmm. and like those are like what we would call mental health days and I wasn't sick but sometimes I even fake sick I just like mom I, I can't do it today and she's like oh yeah me you're not going to school get up I'm going to school but like she didn't understand that there's something happening in my mind yeah so if we normalize that for our kids by like hey do you need a, you need a day off you need a break like let's just like hang out today yeah kind of thing like that Mm-hmm. makes the rest of their time better because they know that when i'm really feeling stressed or overwhelmed or whatever i can have a day yeah i can pause i don't have to continue That's going it. on with, with my problem i can mm-hmm. pause relax then mm-hmm. get out mm-hmm. and then go into normal life right i think that's a good idea too yeah yeah it's cute. Our kids are going to be like so, like super, like <laughs> woke, mentally healthy, woke and mental healthy <laughs> and emotionally intelligent. Yes. They're going to be awesome because this is a, this is the time for. I'm really set on doing the work now, so like I don't pass these things mm, onto my child. kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have a niece, and she's almost a year and a half, and like just having her around makes me want to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I can't imagine like having my own kids wanting to do that for them right so we gotta do better than the generation before yeah. i think so too i i mean even i think even my parents are also trying to do what not what they did with, are also trying not to do what their parents did so most, most parents are yeah but it's a lot of it is also misguided mm-hmm. right they're like well i'm not gonna do that but what are you gonna do instead Dead. Yeah. Right? And so, like, I'm not going to beat my kids to the point where, you know, it's abuse. Mm-hmm. But then what are you going to do? In, in, that's a good discipline that mm-hmm. does teach me how to, you know, not do whatever it is you would want me to do. True. I feel like our parents' generation missed that. Mm-hmm. So as much as they are better than our grandparents, mm-hmm. they're, they're still kind like, of the same. <laughs> I say that to you all the time. There's still a little gap of, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what could you have done in this moment to, like, make it better? Mm-hmm. I feel like we would have had a lot less mental health issues in this generation had our parents, like, you know, been yeah. more proactive. Yeah. This goes for, like, a, a lot. All the millennials and Gen Zs could say. Gen Zs are, there's, there's, no, there's no saving them. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I want to have hope for that generation so bad, but I cannot. Why? No, they're gone. Like, totally? Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone i don't know i don't i don't know <laughs> I don't, like our generation at least we're trying you know the millennials were yeah. trying to like get it together mentally and, and do all these like things of breaking cycles mm-hmm. i don't know what happened to them mm. gen z's i don't, I don't know. know 
they're gonna experience a lot of like mental health issues i think so the age of social media the age yep. of like we don't even need education anymore mm. for do, for certain jobs Degree. and making just, money yeah. like, making money jobs and all that stuff yeah the generation of fast 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 like i don't even know what their mental health is going to be like crazy I don't know. Thankfully, my child will be in the next generation after them, anyways. <laughs> skip the generation. We yeah. can just skip one. Yeah, thank gosh. Because <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Oh, man. This is bad. Yeah, it is. But yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Musa? Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about what you went through now? Okay, I'll try to do this without crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already crying already. You didn't even start. Didn't even start. Okay, so I'll you know I think it's important um, that we share our experiences because mm-hmm. I feel like it can help somebody else feel open. And sometimes, honestly, I just I'm 28 now and I just mm-hmm. started being able to talk about my my experience at 24. This is something that has transpired since I was seven. So for years and years, I wasn't able to talk about it. I didn't acknowledge it. I suppressed it. All those good things. Not good things, but all those things. <laughs> um, and then it wasn't until um, that I was started to talk about it that I started to like deal with the emotions of it and all of that, and it became better. So I'm hoping that if I share my story, mm-hmm. someone else gets the courage to share theirs and gets the healing because that's all that it's about, right? Um, so, you look like you're going to cry. <laughs> I'm, I'm cry just yet. waiting for you. So I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. So, I'm good. when I was seven, I went through, um, I was sexually assaulted. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and, um... Told you guys, I'm not gonna make it through this without crying. <laughs> you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to. I won't go into too much detail okay. because it's not because it's personal, but because how do I say this? Um, I just won't go into too much detail. Okay, not for my own protection though, but for other people. Okay, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sexually assaulted at seven, and um, it changes you it just it just does mm-hmm. like you don't think the same i mean you're a child at seven yeah. right yeah you don't think the same it, it awakes something that should not be awoken at that time in your life um <clears throat> and it just it just it changes you like you for me personally some people go on to be offenders in terms of not child offend well some people go on to be child offenders you see people like I hate to bring up R. Kelly because he's forever canceled, <laughs> but he was sexually assaulted as a child. Yeah. And that's what happens when you don't deal with the problem, right? You go on and you still offend, mm-hmm. right? Or some people become um, victims forever, right? And so he will get um, sexually assaulted by multiple people and become like a prey. Mm-hmm. Um, what it did for me was secluded me and myself. So in order to... Um, I guess mentally process it at that age mm-hmm. I started to like I stopped playing okay oh that makes me really sad because this is time where everyone should be playing Thank and having fun mm-hmm. but like I just didn't want to play anymore mm-hmm. and I just be inside all the time and I just want to like read 
that was my escape. I sometimes first learned my love for reading mm. because I was like, okay, I can read a book and get lost in the characters and I don't have to think about anything. Um, <clears throat> and then there was a time, at the time I was kind of like also protecting, by keeping silent, I per- was protecting my predator because it was someone who was close to the family. <clears throat> and um, yeah, it, it changed me uh, drastically. And then I became angry when I, when I, I like, I don't know if I blamed my parents, but I was kind of like, how do you not know? Or how did you not see? Or how are you not there? Yeah. And I didn't know it at the time, but I became very angry mm-hmm. at 10. And I continue to be angry like I said, until today. <laughs> I'm not angry anymore, but like that became a part of my character, like mm-hmm. being very upset. Okay. Um, or like easily irrita- irritable or whatever. Um, and I will go a little bit more into detail because, hey, this is where we're honest and open a little bit on this podcast. Yeah. Um, it was by a female mm-hmm. and it made me question my sexuality. Mm, okay. growing up so as a christian as much as i know homosexuality is not <laughs> the design of the lord <laughs> um but i do understand the struggle that homosexuals go through because i also have gone through that in my mind i've mm-hmm. never acted on it which is a whole different story but um definitely have struggled in my mind about it um but yeah, it's something that you never get over. You just learn to like, okay, this happened. How do I move forward kind of thing. And kind so, of like a suppress, suppressing it. I suppressed it, but it's not good to suppress mm. it. And so when it started to come up at 24, I won't tell you why it started to come up then, but it started okay. to come up at that age and whirlwind of emotions. And that's when I was... Um, at the beginning kind of of my law school degree like right before i went away kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so like terrible timing (laughs) to like you know start to have to deal with that but so it happened sorry you before you went or or happened more when you were in in there happened but i started to like deal with it before i went okay okay and then i went away and it's kind of like okay now to focus on law school but like also now there's this new thing Mm -hmm. that i have to talk about and have to like deal with the emotions Mm -hmm. of which is really difficult. So, um, but I'm in a way better place now. Mm-hmm. And having other people, like having therapy, one, 10 out of 10 recommend for that. But also, um, I was able to connect to certain other friends and family members who also went through similar things mm-hmm. and have open and honest conversation. And they shared their experience with me, and I was able to share mine. Um, helps a lot. And so I would recommend, like I said before, get somebody who you can talk to about it and who you can share and who won't judge you and who, you know, you know, understands because that is key to your yeah. healing. Um, what else? What can I say? It's oh, been a journey. Good. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's, yeah. it's hard. Mm-hmm. And there are times I still, there was a time where I couldn't talk about it without crying. Mm. I kind of made it through this conversation. I got a little teary eyed, <laughs> but I didn't cry. Right. And then there'll be a, hopefully a time where I can like fully talk about it and it doesn't, I'm not tied to the emotions of it ever mm-hmm. again. Right. And so it's like, I see myself growing through the process of it That's good. and I don't see myself as a victim anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't blame anybody for it. And yeah, it's, 
healing it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of intentional work and there are days that I you know step back and lose a little bit of progress but then there are days that I'm just like soaring so it's like it's a process <sighs> yeah. it's a work in process it is progress that's it it good is. though that you're getting better from it mm -hmm. but it, it as terrible as like childhood abuse is mm -hmm. it kind of fueled my passion to like protect children like mm -hmm. i like you know what i mean like yeah. like no other like i'll yeah. never have a child in my care or mm -hmm. like around me that gets hurt like you know what i mean <laughs> like, yeah it, it fueled my care for people and me part of me being empathetic and caring about other people's hurt is because i know what it feels like to be in such deep hurt you know and, and so had that not happened to me would i have been as empathetic or as caring or as loving as i am maybe not right and so even Makes in all sense. the terrible stuff good can come out of it mm -hmm. oh, gosh it's good that you let it out <laughs> yeah yeah no it feels really really relieving it does it, it feels good it feels good to talk about it this is the first time that i've talked about it on this kind of platform mm -hmm. like i've been able to talk to like family close family and, and close friends mm -hmm. did i tell you friends maybe just close family okay about it um that's been it and i'm hoping that like you know it can help somebody else yeah some, i hope so yeah me too uh, yeah i feel like you know if anybody is out there that has dealt with anything like this um and wants somebody to talk to just hit us up in our email hit us up on instagram yeah. melanie throw shade yeah <laughs> and we'll be happy to like just hear you all if you just want someone to listen because we know that uh going through life by yourself is not easy so. no it's not mm-hmm but yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I did it without crying. I, I, I think I created a very safe space for you to let you talk. It was all you. Was. you. It was yeah, all I you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if I shared like details, I think you would have cried. Mm. And I was like, okay, let me That's why I said don't go into details. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was for you. Not I was me. like, don't go into details. It because was for you, not me. Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Because I feel like I would have cried. That's why I was like, you don't have to yeah. know the details if you don't want to. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it was for both you and I. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, T. <laughs> no, but it, it is hard to like, you know, go through that and like have to like tell your family mm -hmm. or your friends about it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shame that surrounds it. And you think like, it was it my fault or did I do something or, you know, mm -hmm. most of the people always say like, Nine times out of ten, an abuser is somebody you know and mm -hmm. know intimately, like yeah. a family member, yeah. close family friend, yes. something like that. It's, yeah. it's never just like the random old man on the street that mm -hmm. looks creepy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's that old man on the street <laughs> that looks creepy, but most of the time, yeah. it's someone close to you that you trust. And so it makes it harder to come out and to talk to somebody, talk to your parents or whoever about it, because mm -hmm. you know that they have a relationship with that person. Yeah. Um, so my advice to somebody who's going through something like that is I know it's hard but you you do have to just say it and a lot of times you want to protect your parents feelings you want to protect other yeah. people but like you also matter <laughs> and your feelings matter too and your healing matters and so you gotta you gotta just open up and just tell them and I know it's even harder, especially in the black community, where yes. you don't have a safe space to talk to your parents or your mm -hmm. family members about certain things. And there's a lot of things that just aren't talked about. 
Yeah. I can't imagine how much more times it has actually happened to family members and to people we know, mm-hmm. and nobody talks about it. Yeah. Because, no, no one would ever talk about that. I don't <sighs> think so. That makes me so sad because it allows the abuse to continue mm-hmm. because nobody's saying anything. Yeah. And the only person that loses out is the person being abused. Yeah, the victim. <sighs> makes me so sad. When people say, like, I, I don't play with, like, just leaving my kid at anybody's house. And I'm, no. I'm I sorry. sorry. No, Even family. No, can't. Won't. Shall not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And there's the reasons why. Because he's like, even if something were to happen to my child, God forbid, mm-hmm. there wouldn't even be a safe place for them to talk about it in the family. Because yeah, because they would think, you know. Nobody else talks about it. Yeah. That means I must be the only one who's happened to or other yeah. kinds of things. And that's... Uh, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes, you know, mental health issues comes out of, like, those kinds of situations mm-hmm. like I've had. Sometimes they've come out of, like, circumstantial stuff. Sometimes it's just seasonal. I know people have seasonal depression. Yeah. So she has black people. Let's hear some advice for black people. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we need sunlight. Yes. Okay? When we don't have sunlight... <laughs> We get very very sad <laughs> and it's a little bit different than people of non-color right mm-hmm. like there's something about our melanin that really needs sunlight that makes you feel better mm-hmm. in the winter time where there's not a lot of sun please be taking vitamin d guys you have to take vitamin d and i'm not saying you're gonna feel better because you're taking vitamin d i'm saying you're not gonna feel as bad yeah <laughs> so like you really need to make sure like and then when it is sunny Go outside. Sit mm-hmm. on the porch. You know, go for a walk. Yeah. Try to force yourself to do those kinds of things. It will help with seasonal depression. Yeah. Because I also have that too. <laughs> on top of my regular everyday <laughs> depression, I get sadder during the winter time. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. My life is a train wreck, dude. <laughs> it's a train wreck. Okay. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Um... No, other than, you know, try to find some therapy, get close to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe meditation works for you. Religion sometimes is one of the best things. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a lot of work to kind of like retrain your mind. Yep. And that's a lot of what a lot of mental health is. Not a lot of it, but mm-hmm. certain kinds of mental health issues are about what's happening in your mind. And so if you can find ways to retrain your mind is one of the hardest things to do if you're consistently thinking the same way like how you're like oh i'm a burden mm-hmm. you constantly think that way you always feel like that yeah mm-hmm. so to tell yourself i'm not a burden people want to hear my problems mm-hmm. my family friends care about how i'm feeling mm-hmm. like you have to do those things actively in order to get yourself out of those things and that's what's hard but it's possible yes i know that yeah. I just have to do it. And you're not a burden. I care about your feelings. You can always call me. Oh, so thank you. Yeah, I'm actually not joking. That's actually really nice. No, for real. I mean it. Like yes. I care about how you feel and I want to hear when you're sad. Thank you. I will send you Uber Eats. <laughs> no, I don't want to be fat though. You want me to be fat and I can sad? send you healthy things so that you don't have to cook. Oh, that's cute. See? Oh, you like that, right? Oh, good. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to our mental health episode of Mel and D. Um, 
we are going to link some resources for help in the description below and you can check them out also on our instagram we'll make a little post on where you can go and mm -hmm. uh people you can call if you have problems that you would like to talk about um other than that uh please share our podcast this, is, this could reach somebody else yeah and we, we would like it to reach other people and right. let them know about stuff that we've been through mm -hmm. and if they can get help right um, so this may yeah. not be one for you but it may be for a family member a friend mm -hmm. or somebody who really needs um those resources and somebody who really needs to hear that somebody else can go through the same thing and be okay right so share this and please like it yes. and give it a thumbs up whatever you need to do and uh, we'll see you in the next episode yeah Bye. Thank you. Bye.